Hello world, I'm Eric Dye. I'm Jeremy Smith. And I'm Phil Schneider. And you're listening to the 87th Church Mag Podcast. Jesus has just been born. It's a new time. It's a new hope. So why don't we just go ahead and move forward for ourselves in that manner? I'm a goal guy rather than a resolution guy. It's a great time to sit back and say, okay, who am I and who do I want to be by the end of this year? This week's podcast is brought to you by MoGive. MoGive helps you create a culture of generosity at your church while your attendees are in the sanctuary or 100 miles away. With no setup fees, subscription fees, or contracts, MoGive makes it easier than ever to integrate mobile and online giving for your church, ministry, or nonprofit organization. Make 2016 a MoGive year. Learn more and sign up for free at MoGive.com. That's MoGive, M-O-G-I-V, Happy New Year. For the first week of the new year, we decided to talk about New Year's resolutions, goals, and that apps are not the key to your 2016 success. Join the conversation. Use the Church Mag podcast hashtag CMAGCast. Now, let the new year fun begin. Welcome to another episode of the Church Mag podcast. Well, it's 2015 as we record this, but as it plays back and as you listen to it, it may be 2016. The new year is just around the corner or just we just came around the corner into the new year. There's all kinds of newness abounding and running about. Guys, um, happy new year. Happy new year. Happy new year. Assuming Steve Steve Jobs has not ruined its happy new year. (laughs) Yeah. Chris, 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 Prospero Año, my friend. Oh, Prospero Año. Oh, I haven't had, <laughs> I haven't had that in a year. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Which actually isn't that surprising, apart from the fact that I don't live in Spain anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, there's a lot to talk about um, New Year's resolutions around this time of year. And I, I, kind, of, I kind of flip-flop on that. Sometimes I'm like... New Year's resolutions are stupid. I don't know why people do them. And sometimes I'm like, I should have a New Year's resolution. I should come up with a goal that I want to finish by the end of the year. And I think my attitude is directly proportional to whether or not I have a resolution. So therefore, if I have a resolution, I'm all for them, (laughs) right? But if I don't have them, they stink. (laughs) I don't know. What about you guys? I, I've thought up a problem. I, last year, I did goals, I, I goals for the year instead of resolutions, and I have achieved mo- most of my goals. Well, hmm. I mean, semantics, my friend. Is, that's is just a, semantics. Res, no, resolutions are like, I'm going to change my behavior, whereas goals are like, I'm going to produce something. Okay. Well, I prefer goals. I prefer goals, too. I'm, I'm a goal guy rather than yeah. a resolution guy. I, I think I feel I'm you. going to, this year, try and some more, try and merge it and do like two behavior resolutions and one um objective goal because like i'm not perfect and there's some behaviors i want to change in my life whoa i know i know i just shocked the heck out of you didn't i i'm shattered he does not speak for all of us (laughs) i i want to know what the psychologist has to say about new year's resolutions and goals what does the psychologist think about always bettering yourself and making sure that you're striving for more even if sometimes you don't achieve it i think it's a great thing did did you see how he did that guys he like he like did this question that said something dude you are so pro I will say and, I am. Hey, I, that, I, that question has cost us a hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> you can pay with the secretary when you're done. 
Um, <laughs> I think for me, the big one, I, I was a little bit like you, Eric, at one point um, in the sense of, well, I don't have a goal, so I must be weird. No, everybody else is weird. and This is stupid. Why are you waiting until the new year to make a goal? Just have one now. But then you also have to realize that some people have difficulty with motivation for whatever that motivation is. And so if a new year is enough of a motivation to try, then well and good on you. Yeah, and, and with it being a new year, I think it's it does have that nice feeling of a new slate. And sometimes that's what you need. You need kind of a fresh start. You feel like you can do better if you can just kind of start over. Yeah, absolutely. And I think like the fact that it's a really arbitrary date, like, I mean... Chinese New Year's later on in the year, but uh, New Year's is set date. You know it's coming up. So it, it gives you this opportunity to think about um, and take stock of your life in a way. Like, what are you doing? What are your involvements? Um, I know that work uh, usually, well, some jobs work dies down a little bit, slows down a little bit just before the holidays. Other ones it, you know, picks up. So that's not so good. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, if your work's slowing down and you know it's coming up, it's a great opportunity for you to think and reflect on what are you involved in? Uh, are those things the things you should be involved in? And, um, you know, what needs to go? What needs to start? <laughs> I think, too, it's, all, it's a great time to sit back and say, OK, who am I and who do I want to be by the end of this year? You know, and then you ask you talk to your friends or if you have if you're lucky enough to have a spouse, talk to talk to him or her and say, you know, what what do you see in me that you think causes tension in a relationship or what what behaviors do I have that get in my own way, that kind of thing? I think I don't know how you could suggest such a thing, Phil, because New Year's resolutions are supposed to only be about me. So why in the world would I think about my spouse? I thought Jeremy was just going to say something that made me look stupid for a minute there. I was actually worried. Oh crap! I did something wrong. Oh my gosh! This this is this is the story of Phil's life. No, but I think th- the same concept and the same ideas that we have towards resolutions, goals, however however you want to dress them up. Um, you know, we can do the same thing for our our tech teams and our marketing and our media for our websites, all that kind of stuff. We have a new year. We have a fresh start. You know, uh, might might be time to make some changes or reevaluate you know what's working i know i i'm in the process of of rearranging my computer workflow moving from a different machine and as i'm looking at some of the way i was doing things i'm like oh man this this used to work but it doesn't work anymore why am i doing this i need to change it and so it's been a great opportunity to kind of rearrange things and kind of change what's what's you know being done to be more efficient and work well and that can that can uh that can reach out to to all sorts of areas and if you want to make it spiritual jesus has just been born it's a new time it's a new hope so why don't we just go ahead and move forward for ourselves in that manner too much too baptisty okay oh that was perfect no no that was good too baptisty too too much jesus on this podcast that's what people don't want Do Star Warsy maybe a new hope, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Chris is clearly a scroller. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, although Jeremy, when you were started saying it, when you started doing your own, it's a it's a new hope, it's an or it's a new life. I started singing feeling good by Nina Simone in my head. It's a new day, it's it's a new dawn, it's a new day, it's a new life for me. <laughs> and I'm feeling good. It just popped right in my head. Like, this is Jeremy Jeremy Smith, brought to you by Nina Simone. <laughs> That's how I wake up every morning, right there. Really? I hope Just it is. Like yeah. is your, your iPhone is playing a check your wake-up jam every morning? No, 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 no. I don't listen to the song. 
I say exactly what you just said. Oh, you just get up. <laughs> I think like uh, one thing about why being a bit serious for for a while, you know, strange as that is. Well, this uh, is two thousand. This is two thousand sixteen. We do not be serious in this year. You get oh, serious. So this, play some, this is the year of the silliness, then. Of the what? Of the of oh. silliness. Like last year was the year of seriousness, and now it's silliness. <laughs> Silliness. Hey, okay. Sorry, you, you're <laughs> making fun of him for his accent. I'm not, I was, I, was, I thought he was making oh, some, like, it's a Chinese New Year of silliness. I'm like, what? What are you? Talking? Are you bringing the Chinese into this? I not bring I'm like, racist. <laughs> I mean, just look look at that picture. It's there's just uh, he's so white. I have to say, <laughs> great. Hey, uh, su- sub subtext that was drawn by a black girl. <laughs> My students in the inner city drew that picture of me, and she is. I, I, I said to her at the time, "Could you have made me more white?" And she said, "Don't forget who you are, bro." <laughs> <laughs> well, in her defense, you do have um, notebook lines going through your face, so that I does help. I do. Otherwise, it's just, except for the horizontal lines, it's a stunning likeness. And once again, the podcast falls apart because somebody starts commenting on the avatar that no one can see. <laughs> I have to ask, are those blue lines like uh, metaphor, metaphors for how you feel inside, see, Chris, Phil? stop talking. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, definitely, I'm definitely the sad clown, Chris. Chris. stop talking about the avatar because now I'm going to have to go and download the image and put it in the podcast note thingy. Oh. <laughs> just do it. Just do it. It was drawn by a seventh grade girl. Uh, this is 2010. Name was Jada. So this gives some props to Jada for that. Props. Chris has learned whenever something happens and Eric doesn't want to do it, you just keep referencing it and then he you has sure to do, do it. it. <laughs> when I, will force your, happens, I will force your hand, no editor of the podcast. <laughs> steer into the swerve. That's right. Yeah. If you swerve on ice, you steer in. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So, Chris, um, the reason why we brought you on this podcast and then somehow you got on on other podcasts. I don't know how you do that. Not anymore. Uh, right, exactly. <laughs> this will either be your last or second to last. Um, <laughs> are, are there any, you know, like cool bits of tech that can help people out with resolutions, goals, whether it be for themselves personally or as a team or... So, yeah. I, I'll be serious rather than say the stupid answer, first of all. I think, yeah, there are loads of, there are loads of cool apps and stuff like that that you could use um but like most importantly i think is uh the mindset and the heart behind it because you know if you think that this tool and the tools i'll tell you about are gonna help you with your goals um and you know you failed all these other times but now you're just gonna use this one simple app and everything will turn out fine then um you uh you have you're wrong. <laughs> you, you failed before you yeah. finished downloading the app. Essentially, yeah, like uh, anyone will tell you that when they've been successful with goals, it's with their goals. It's not because of the tool they've had. It's because they've been committed. They are focused on them. Uh, they've it's something they care about. They've set up the right systems in place and stuff like that. Um, now, this is the part of the podcast whereby Jeremy comes in and lays down his knowledge about human behavior. And pushback. All the pushback. Or, or it could be agreement. It doesn't have to be a pushback. Man, it's going to be a pushback. Oh, crap. Or it's the part where Jeremy goes to see about one of his children who has an earache. Sorry for that. Oh, crap. I was, I'm playing Minecraft and I just almost flooded a tunnel. 
I had this genius idea. I'm putting glass blocks in the place like where I know there's water behind it so I can see the water. So I don't do it again later on if I forget. Uh-huh. That's genius, man. Come on. That's next That's level. Good. You didn't notice the drips coming out of No, because I just got there. I was just I was going at I was just going at it. Don't don't Eric. Sorry, sorry, why did, sorry. Why, why must you steal my sorry. victory from me? Sorry, I'm sorry. Well, we don't have Jeremy on. He must um his kids must have an earache. You guys have an earache. Here I am. Your um, mama has an earache. Your mom's got an earache. Hello. Hello. Hey, Chris. Hey, Jeremy. Chris, I will tell you that this is what you get for opening up on the podcast. We will mock you resentlessly. So, okay. Before, before you went away, we asked if you would we're going to like psychoanalyze human behavior because um because Chris hadn't done his homework for the podcast and didn't have any apps that he could name yeah, that would I help yeah i'm editing you out so you can say whatever you want um <laughs> i got apps i got apps <laughs> we, our conclusion apps, was get your apps. <laughs> the conclusion was that uh um it's a heart issue and that having the app isn't where it's at and that you've already failed before it's finished downloading if you don't have a hard for it. So edit me in like I was never gone and getting my son a pair. Yes. <laughs> father, father, get me a, fetch me a pair. Can I have some more openies? <laughs> when you download, if you're making these resolutions to make the school and you're trying to figure out how to do it, it's really hard for me to think that, you know what, they've actually decided to fail right then. Because most likely, if you're researching and trying to figure out an app that will help you in this process, they're probably on the way to success, at least in that moment. So I have to disagree in that sense, because it, it feels like they're still in that mode. It's are they recommitting to that goal every single week, every single day, every single hour after that, every single time they open that app? And so for me, that's where that's where the failure comes in is continuing to make that commitment or making a commitment that's too difficult um, or making a commitment that just isn't measurable. Um, I don't know if you guys know about smart goals, but it's one of the things I love to talk about with my clients is making a goal that you can personally realize is specific, is measurable, is attainable, is realistic and time sensitive. And so you need to have those things in a goal to be able to say at the end of the year, I've done what I need to do. So be a good father is a terrible smart goal because you can't say, how have you been a good father? Internally, you can say, you know what, I've tried to do what I need to do, but measurably specifically you can't say you've done that whereas if you say i'm going to spank my kids only one time a year instead of a hundred um or i'm going to or or i'm going to call my mom at least one time a week or whatever it is that's where you're actually making it a goal that might be accomplishable and so i think sometimes it's not even just the app but how we try to set up the goal itself that sometimes we fail. Yeah, and and in a way, like the downloading of the app, as you said, that is a commitment in Mm -hmm. a way. That is saying this is important to me. This is something I want to do well. So it it can be a sign of that. I, I just think it's not like don't think that getting a better app is going to help you do it better. Like I would say a brilliant tool is just a piece of paper. Now, John John Dyer would would disagree with that in a sense that sometimes technology does change us. And so here's a a small 
idea behind this that works well with this idea of goals for 2016. My work decided to implement a weight loss, a, a walking tracker where you go in and you go ahead and, and enter the number of steps that you have. And this is something that you did back in May of this year, of this last year. And so I started to go ahead and put my steps in because it's a competition and I have to win, obviously. And that's been forever ago. And I never really had the goal of I want to have the steps, but I wanted to participate and I wanted to engage with other people. And in that process of entering the steps, I'm now conscious of the fact that I need to have a goal of 6,000 steps every single day. doesn't mean I do it because I'm still working on that resolve. But it's actually made me rethink this idea of a new goal for 2016, where my new goal is to lose weight. But it actually, I would say, inherently started with that app of me entering steps into this program. Okay, that's a good point. But that's like, I see your goal there. Like that's fitness goals, I guess, are kind of different. And you can have those those type of targets, like a writing goal as well. Like uh, what's his name? Jeff Goins has the 500 word challenge, doesn't he? Where you've got to write like 500 words a day or something like that. Uh, I know there's someone else who talks about like a thousand words a day or like an hour of writing a day. Uh, and so, yeah, like using an app where you have like a timer or a tracker word count or something that that's definitely a step up from just like, I think honestly, I think the error in, in what you're saying there is that, um, you're not counting and seeing a, a, a pencil and a paper as a bit of technology when in actuality it is. What you're saying is using a simpler bit of technology. And if you're going to use a simpler bit of technology, then that can be anywhere from the most complicated analytical Fitbit action cool app that tracks where you run and all this kind of stuff to a simple um, Evernote to-do list or a pen and paper. But the truth of the matter is, is all those while at different levels or complexities of technology are all technology. And what if your goal is whenever I'm at dinner time and we always have dinner at 6 p.m., I'm not going to use my phone. And so you actually have a app that turns off the Wi-Fi for your phone from 6 to 7 p.m. Or you, every time you go home, you just want to be with your family. And so you set up your phone with geolocation that you cannot use specific things whenever you are near your house. And so there are ways that you can make this happen. You can actually download the Bible app and make that part of your goals. Um, you can say, how am I going to communicate with my wife better? And so you use the app that reminds you every hour you're supposed to stand up because you're a watch. I'm also going to send a note to my wife or to my husband that says how much I love them. And so you can you can make shift stuff. I, I think the formality of an app is a little bit difficult because you have to meet their expectations of goal and you're already failing in that sense because it's their goal, not yours. But I think you could use an app to be successful. Yeah. I think my, like the, the point I kind of wanted to make at the start was like, um, now I can only think about Eric's point. <laughs> yes. Eric is right. I, uh, I agree. <laughs> um, no, I think there's um, like, yeah, there's great things you can do with technology to help you achieve your goals. But in terms of actually like um, having a place where you see your goals, a reason why paper can be really good is because you could stick it up on a wall. So you look at it every day and remind yourself of that. Then again, you could make a image which you put as your wallpaper or like um, the unlock screen on your smartphone that will show you your goals and remind you of them. 
Um, but even more important than that is, as Jeremy said, making sure that you've got like a smart goal because you hear about all these people who sign up for gym memberships, which is kind of like, you know, downloading the app in a way. You know, you download the fitness app, uh, you sign up for a gym membership, and then a month later, uh, you failed, so you're not looking at it. And the problem there is that they have that thing where, you know, you uh, you have this goal where it's like, for the rest of the year, every day, I'm going to walk 10,000 steps or something. Mm-hmm. Or but- every day, I'll write 10,000 words and uh, a thousand words and then you fail once and you're like oh man i failed my goal or something let me take your let me take your idea of the wallpaper which i love and Mm -hmm. add a little bit to it and i would say have your goal on the wallpaper but have the actual image itself be the motivation for what you're doing within that goal because one of the things that they found clinically and within studies is that if you are trying to say i need to lose the weight so i can be healthy so i don't have to worry about all the negative things that come with that after a period of time you forget about those things and you go ahead and go back to those same activities because those negative motivations those negative reinforcements are are not as significant as the positive reinforcements of if i'm going to talk with my wife for 15 minutes every single day at least from my context of this then I'm going to have a picture of my wife along with the text in that goal. And so go find some app that's going to help you insert that text so you can have a wallpaper there. Or I need to ha- I need to that's be healthy idea. so that I can be there for my son's graduation. And that's an excellent one. Exactly. You know, you know one, one time I was sitting at my computer. <laughs> I Surprise. know, it's really weird. And I was working, also weird. And my wife put a picture, an old picture of me next to the monitor. And I said... Why did you put that picture there? And at the time, I had recently, um, I had lost somewhere between 40 and 50 pounds. And she was like, oh, it's just to remind you, you know, what you look like for that very reason, you know, to remind myself, hey, that's what it was like. That That's what I look like when I was fat. Mm. I don't want to do that again. Don't fat shame yourself. I'm not fat shaming myself, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's very powerful. I think... What, one other thing, uh, which I like, well, two, two other little tricks I learned from, uh, from someone about goals is like, if you've got an idea for uh, a goal to do, like say the, uh, the however many steps or the writing X number of words every day, uh, just try it once and see what it's like. Because often the starting of a habit can feel so overwhelming because it's like, oh, I have to do, this is the first time I'll do it. And then it's for the rest of my life. So <laughs> yeah. I'll do it tomorrow. But if you have like, oh, just try it once, then it's, you can get rid of that voice, which says like, oh, well, just do it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially getting up early. It, it reminds me, my, my father-in-law, he, he, um, uh, he, he sometimes says, man, I, I've always wanted to, to start jogging. I go, really? How, how come you never started jogging? Well, you know, I, I, I need some, some jogging shoes. You go, oh, really? Well, just, you know, buy some, buy some running shoes and then start jogging. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, but I, I don't want to jog alone, so I, I need to get a dog. You know, and it goes on and yeah. on, right? <laughs> yeah, and like that's, that ties in with the other tip that I picked up from someone, which is just do the simplest thing for your like end goal. So if your end goal is like to lose weight, don't sign up for the gym straight away. Mm-hmm. You know, 
start doing like the the step count and have your step count goal like a tiny bit higher than what you do at the moment because then you'll succeed in it and then you'll be like i'm on top of the world i'm a champion and you can up uh what you're doing there and like you can slowly start doing a few more things and you'll get you'll see the rewards from what you're doing uh, well, that's a lot of times what startups do. That's how, you know, a lot of these successful business startups, they're like, look, we don't have enough money. Let's launch what we can. Uh, we're not going to go in debt and we're going to just have these little victories over and over and over again until, you know, Google buys so us and then we get shut down, neglects us and then we're ruined. <laughs> right. Well, in within the corporate aspect, exactly as you're talking, Eric, one of the things that they say is not only to do smart goals for the entire year, but then to have sub smart goals in that process of I need to get to this point by this date. And so you have all these interim steps and to actually every single time you complete a goal to reevaluate that original goal, to make it a little bit more distant so that you never actually achieve that long-term goal. You're always striving to get to that point. And so you're slowly and slowly making the significant progress because you started that step count, as you had said, Chris, but you're also working towards trying to run that marathon. But by the time you get halfway through your year, you're realizing I'm actually already ready for a marathon. That was a really weak goal. Um, I've worked with clients, not to give details, but someone said, it's impossible for me to find a job. Like, I, I don't think I can do it. So maybe it's going to take me a year. And we went through a lot of different things. And at the end of it, they said, well, I got six weeks. I could do it in six weeks. And the funny thing about that is, is they got it in three weeks. And it was because they were their biggest barrier in that process that they just could not focus on that. And so when you break it down and you realize how quickly you can be successful, that big attainable, oh my goodness, I'm never going to get there, dream in the sky kind of thing is difficult to get to. But if we're able to push through and to reach those smaller steps and get to that point, that's when you get to be successful. And that's how, exactly as you'd said, Eric, that's how startups do it, is they work on those small steps to get to that point. And this is something you can use for your personal life or for your ministry or for your business or whatever else. When you were talking about uh, the idea that it's hard to get things started, there's actually a fluid or a conservation of energy process that the amount of effort it takes to start something is as much effort as it takes to continue it for a significantly longer period of time. So you try to get on the highway, the amount of energy it takes to go those first two miles. Some people have predicted or stated that that amount of energy to go two miles is the same amount of energy it takes to go the next 30 because you're already up to speed. This is the same thing with any kind of goal you have of if I'm trying to push towards that goal, those first two miles are going to be excruciating. And so the amount of success you can say you've had in those first two miles is as much as the next 30. It just doesn't feel as rewarding, but it is absolutely true. The new year is here and we've got plenty of changes coming your way on Church Mag. And if you have a podcast idea for 2016, send us a message at churchmag forward slash riddle me this. That's churchmag forward slash riddle me this. Until next week. The Church Mag Podcast is proudly hosted on buzzsprout.com. But we were just talking about how we're going to edit all this part out. Exactly. And while the American in me wants to edit that out, the European, no, not the European, I should say. <laughs> the, 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 the Italian in you wants to get on a scooter and leave it in.